Welcome back to Sports Beat. Today is March 1st and also happens to be Fat Tuesday. We are recording episode 34 and we are in the My Little Falls podcast studio. As always, I'm joined by the man who still needs no introduction, Dave Warner. What's going on? Not too much. I'll be happy when it's, uh, you know, a little bit more spring. It's that cold that goes through you lately. Just a little know, wind and I don't but, like it. But it's not that cold if you look at, the, like, it's like, what, 37 right now? You yeah. Think, oh, that's not that cold. And your body is just like, I'm freezing to death, throwing the fireplace I, on. <laughs> I feel colder today than I did when we got the snow over the week. I, I went home and broke out the snowblower to get the front driveway done. And it was just, I don't know. It was, I, I felt warmer then than I do now. I, I know. Well, Nuts. You took your sweater off. You're, you're yeah, well, I didn't want to look sleeves. like Mr. Rogers today. What do you want me to tell you? <laughs> Too late. Yeah, well, whatever. Right. Hey, <laughs> anything to be warm, but yeah. whatever. <laughs> so we're going to start today's show and talking with our uh, friend Chris Ezzo of the Diamond Dogs. Uh, he is the clubhouse manager over there for the dogs. And I know Chris is involved in local high school sports with me and the basketball scene and all the other things that we do at Herkimer. So what's going on, Chris? How are you, buddy? Good, good. How are you guys? Lovely day in Great. paradise. Oh, I wish it was a lovely day. It's starting to snow out here. Oh, don't say that. (laughs) All right. So uh, let's jump right into it. So we're already in sectionals. We're we're really heading towards the finals coming up this weekend for uh, high school basketball, boys and girls. Uh, What do you see? I know you were at the Herkimer game and uh, Tully went out there. Um, What else are you seeing um, around? Um. I'm actually glad that our league actually did pretty well this year in uh, Class C. Uh, you know, you have the top two teams in our division, uh, West Canada Valley and Dollsville, playing for the Class C sectional title this Sunday. Um, you know, you got UAS in the Class B uh, championship. Uh, they're going against uh, Chittenango, who just uh, recently beat uh, Central Valley. Um you know, Little Falls girls uh, stumbled a little bit against Bishop Grimes, uh, but they had a great season. Um, you know, Class B, Class B, I think, is the real tough division. Yeah, definitely. And with the, some of the uh, schools that have traditionally been Class C got bumped up with uh, new stuff, because I know when back when I was in high school and early on at, when I met you in sports and stuff like that, Little Falls, even Herkimer was, was Class C. I know. I think yep. we're we're still class. Are we? We're class C over there. We're class C. Um, yeah. And we always we're right on that precipice of C and D, and the way that all works out, it's it's ridiculous. You exactly. know, and it was almost. I was talking to Coach Pam Munger of uh, Little Falls there, and I could have sworn that in one of her comments she made to me that she said it was actually a choice for them to move up to B. Do you know about that, Chris, or was that a? I mean, maybe um, they came to them and said, "Hey, we need some people there. Would you like to go?" Right. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I know that the, how the sectional, do, how the section does it is, is it's based on your beds of enrollment. So that's nine through 12. Uh, that's how they, that's how I know they base it. But uh, the parochial schools, like the charter schools and the Catholic schools, uh, they all have to, they all get seated on a vote. Mm. Must be, you know, they get to, they get to choose. And I know we, you know, we've talked about here before and and you and I have talked privately a bunch of times after games, you know, certain areas, especially out in the Syracuse area where you're from originally going North towards Watertown around here, you know, you got Notre Dame and UAS, they're given a little bit more ability to recruit if you will, but also at the same time, they're able to choose which division they are. And there's pros and cons from a lot of different people on a lot of different sides that say that should or shouldn't happen. So, but UAS this year is uh, Class B, correct? So they they, class, they they got they got bumped up to Class B this year for boys. Yep. 
Good. So you know, and they, and, just, and they just beat uh, Lavo, who was uh, really good the past two seasons that uh, we actually had basketball. Uh, they actually lost to Glens Falls uh, when um, Joe Gerard was a senior up at Glens Falls. They lost to them in the sectional uh, in the state finals, and uh, so UAS um, just beat uh, just beat Lowville. Yeah, and they they're they're looking good, and they'll be in action with the other teams this week on Saturday or Friday, Sunday. Saturday, Sunday. Yeah, so uh, I I believe the championship games are going to be Sunday nice. for boys nice. and Saturday for girls. Great. So you know we're uh, basketball's wrapping up. No, you're also involved in the baseball, softball scene around here. Just doing what you do. Uh, what are you looking forward to other than a, a normal, quote unquote, baseball softball season for the for the spring? Not wear, not having to wear any mask. <laughs> <laughs> there, Dave. That, yeah, I, that, was a, that was the softball question for Dave. So <laughs> I got my rim shot in. There you go. You did. It, yeah. it was at the right place this thing. Yeah. <laughs> Oh geez. I tell you, I tell you, I feel, I really feel bad for all these kids. Um, but I also feel happy for them. You know, they stuck through it, uh, and they, you know, they've they've come a long way. You, you can know, you you can definitely tell that there's an energy around because social media. Even I know, and and we were talking about some of the spring sports that have social media uh, elements and aspects around here in the valley. They're lighting up already, and so there's definitely this buzz if you will that usually doesn't exist with spring sports i don't know if you agree or see that but there definitely yeah. is a getting back to normal a little bit oh yeah definitely definitely so it's going to be good yeah. you know outside hopefully we can get an early spring where the snow goes the hell away and we warm up so we're, you know we're not freezing definitely i hope so too so one of the things you do in the summer is you are always with the dogs for their summer campaign. Uh, yep, fifty-two games. There you go. So you're ba- you're back to a normal season. First off, and I know we were we were talking pre-show. Uh, mm-hmm. Major League Baseball is not impacting your your season at all. No, they uh, Major League Baseball has no impact on our season, which is lovely. So you get a full season, everything's normal. So what are you? Uh, yep. What's coming up for the dogs this year? Who's coming back? Give us the inside scoop yep. as you see it. Um, uh, coming back this year, we're going to have uh, Alfredo Delgado from Manhattan College. Um, we're also going to have Brady Farino uh, coming back. Uh, he's uh, one of our catchers uh, from Lemoyne College. Um, he's a, also a Kanja Harry Fort Plain uh, boy. Uh, we're also going to have Eddie Rogers from Little Falls, Herkimer College. He's going to be uh, playing for us this year. Um, and... Evan Berta from Fairfield, uh, he's coming back, and uh, Chris Palmer, he's a he's a pitcher out of St. Rose. Uh, we actually had his brother play for us uh, for two consecutive seasons as well. So uh, all those guys will be returners and uh, a couple of new faces as well. You know who I miss the most, Chris? Who's ba- that? Baby Shark. <laughs> Oh yeah, Owen Bosliger. <laughs> yes. I, mean, <laughs> I was really worried looking at Dave over when he's like he's he, he's gonna he'd chime in on something. I, I I was wondering what he was gonna talk about, and I'm I'm happy yeah. to know it's yeah, consistent. I mean, consistent. I, you know, I I, I miss that song. Well, t- you I'll are the only you. one that misses that song. No, I'm not. You watch everybody out there. <laughs> I'll tell you what. That was a fun. That was a fun summer. You know, Owen Owen was a really uh, laid back kid. Um, Really got into it. Uh, he was like, he was like, Edge, you got to find me a song. You got to find me a song. <laughs> and, and that's what like, you went well, with. I went with, first I went with uh, 
the old country boy song and then uh and then we went to baby shark and he just fell in love with it yeah it was <laughs> I, I, I i i remember but sing it <laughs> no, no, I'm, no, I'm, no, I'm, no, I'm no. good. I, I, I know we're good. <laughs> nah, 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 nah. Jesus. <laughs> so, uh, so you, you guys are this summer. You're having the normal 52 game schedule. You know, obviously yeah. without rainouts and all that fun yeah. jazz, especially. Um, what do you? And they've also they've also broken down into two divisions. So we're not going to have the three divisions this year. Uh, we're going to have an east and a west. Um, we're going to be in the east division this year. Uh, bringing back some uh, big rivals this year. Um, we're playing Saugerties, um, uh, Glens Falls, Albany, Amsterdam, us, and uh, Returner uh, Adirondacks coming back to the league. Nice. A little less. Oh well, a little less travel in some aspects. Uh, yeah, Glens Falls is still a fun trip. Saugerties, Saugerties, and, and Glens Falls. Are your defending champions. Right. They won last summer. Right. Yes, yeah, Socrates uh, won the championship last summer. So uh, I don't know if you've had a chance to talk to anybody over there on the the admin side. Is there anything that they're looking forward to other than you know getting the season underway? Um, you know, we're just still trying to find uh, uh, advertisers. Um, you know, to because uh, our sponsors are our biggest thing that helps us uh, make it through the whole season. So we're still looking for sponsors. Um, you know, so if you guys if you know anybody out in the community wants to wants to help out? Uh, definitely contact uh, Mr. Heiser, um, uh, it, it, and I'm sure you can find him on his website on the Dogs website at mydiamonddogs.com. I believe it is. Yep, Travis at mydiamonddogs.com. I'll get to yep. him. Yeah. Yep. And 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 we're a sponsor as well. My little falls is, but it's it's oh, very nice. it's very reasonable. What you didn't know that? Yes. Come on, Chris. You see the banner oh, out there, I knew that. I knew dude. That. <laughs> dude. Yes, I see. Wow. You know, wow. Yeah. He's he, he's trying to pull a U on you. Yeah, I know. I know. I'm gonna baby shark take, him then. <laughs> you, do, you do take the best uh, ph uh, photographs that I've seen. So Thank you. I, I appreciate that. that. Yep. Don't talk um, about the um, lights. I'm look. <laughs> yeah. Don't get me started on the lights, Chris. All right. <laughs> You know, you know, to start a season with lights out in the field, yes. it's just, yeah. oh, yes. I don't even want to. Well, do you remember, uh, Dave, if you were at the game, we were supposed to have a doubleheader with Oneana uh, last summer and we played the first game, but then we had fireworks over, oh, over the, uh, yeah, I got, I got shots that where the generator blew up. Yes. Yeah, yeah. No, I got some pictures of that. The oil coming hey. out of it and it's on fire. Oh, what yeah. did you, what did you do? Why, why did you ruin the generator? I no, I, I needed some shots. Oh, so you killed the generator. <laughs> That's what you do, right? <laughs> Improvise and overcome. Adapt and overcome. Yeah, I had a little excitement to this game. No, that's a, yeah. Well, I mean, supposedly they had they got a grant, got some electrical work done over there, but it never made its way to you know LED lighting and things like that. So no. yeah, needs to be fixed. One yeah. disaster at a time. Yeah. <laughs> What else? Uh, what else are you looking forward to for the summer campaign that we may have not touched on yet? You know, I'm just I'm excited to see how how uh, you know I'm really excited about the college baseball scene starting back up. Uh, you know, college baseball has already started up. Uh, they started up uh, two weekends ago, so I'm interested to see how our players do uh, coming over from the college baseball season to our season. Um, you know, I've been following a couple of our four, uh, players, so it's been good. 
And I know last year a couple of the players were on teams that were in the uh, NCAA World Series uh, and the championship rounds that were there that delayed them coming up to here in Little Falls. Yep, Fairfield, yeah. Yeah, so it'll be uh, – that's always a uh, – you know, it, it, it's it's bad in terms of you pitting a roster together for a game, but it's it's good to know that you're the, – the talent that you have is actually talent. Exactly, exactly. And, you know – you know, this, like our coach says, like our coach Luby says, you know, if we can play 50, 500 baseball uh, in the month of June, you know, then really kick it up in July. And that's when we make our move. So, nice. you know, but, but, you know, you always try to go out and you always try to win, you know, and, you know, if the players aren't here yet, you know, you just go out with the best, with the best uh, talent that you have out there and try to win a game. Uh, opening game is? Opening day, I believe, is June 2nd. Um, we're going to pl- uh, play an exhibition game against Capital City. And then we start up the season June 3rd. And if anybody wants season tickets, I know I did see before. I, I was telling Chris I tried to get on the Diamond Dogs Facebook page just to get a you know a heads up, and he filled me in on some stuff. I don't know if I'm in Facebook jail again or something, but the Diamond Dogs page wouldn't load. But I do know when I was looking last week, they had a thing talking about advertisers and if you want season tickets to get your season tickets um, last year, I believe, if I remember correctly, that season tickets sold out, and they they sold out pretty quick. Yeah, didn't they, Chris? Yeah, yeah. yes, they did. Yeah, so yeah. all uh, all speed, full ahead. <laughs> oh, definitely, definitely. And I can't wait to talk to you guys some more during during the upcoming uh, spring season and summer season. Yeah, and and as you know, because you know we do basketball together, we're gonna definitely enhance the programming we did last year covering some of the Diamond Dog stuff. Maybe do some events and stuff like that, and so we'll work together. And and you'll be back Double. giving us updates. So, but you th- don't you don't want to do a, a live out there broadcast? <laughs> do you really want me live? Do you want? <laughs> yeah. Do you really want to surrender the ability to edit me on your <laughs> platform? <laughs> I mean, I'm just gonna throw it out there. <laughs> we just need better internet connection out there. Is what we need. Internet? What's that over there? Yeah, yeah. It's just it's, well, it's spelled ARPANET out at the field. (laughs) Wow. You're going old school. Nice. (laughs) Nice. Well, Chris, thanks, man. Appreciate your time as always. And uh, we'll talk to you later on in the the summer season and get you back here for an update. Hey, great. Thanks for having me. Have a great night. Thank you too. That is Chris Ezzo over with the diamond dogs. So that's going to be a a good summer campaign for them. They're looking forward and I am. I know it's going to be fun. Yeah. It'd be nice to get out there and, you know, full schedule, you know, get everybody back in the stands, get everything, get back to normal. Yeah. What would that be? Yeah. Right. Do not ever say new normal. Why not? Because I will, I will blank you. I mean, you will. (laughs) (laughs) It doesn't scare me. What am I in the twilight zone? Yes. All right. We're going to uh, do a quick commercial break here. And on the other side, we'll talk about our, uh, our press box. Visit My Little Falls and stay connected with the latest news, information, and events in the city and the area. Our mission is to generate interest in the community and connect residents in a more meaningful way by facilitating deeper conversations about how these stories will shape the future of the Mohawk Valley. Join thousands of weekly visitors who stay up to date with feature stories, interviews, videos, our event calendar, and print publication, the Mohawk Valley Express. It's about timely local news for the community, keeping citizens 
citizens informed about important issues, telling about the people who live and work here, and giving locally owned businesses the opportunity to reach a very targeted audience of locals and tourists alike. It's a whole new form of media-rich content developed specifically for today's mobile lifestyle and listeners. You can download our iOS app in the iTunes Store, listen to our country music streaming radio station, or sign up for a weekly newsletter. Stop by today at MyFunFalls.com. You'll be glad you did. All right, so we'll jump into our press box segment here, and uh, we're going to start off with uh, some high school sports. As, as Chris and I kind of talked about in the interview area there, the semifinals for basketball um, are currently underway, and the, we're rounding out the uh, basketball season. So we got some reports from the uh, SRC Arena over the weekend. Uh, Poland beat Watertown IHC 40-38. to West Canada beat Cooperstown 48-33. to uh, Waterville beat Weedsport 53-38. to and Bishop Grimes beat Little Falls 49-44. Um, and then this weekend, Poland will face off against Copenhagen in the Class D Championship at 11 on Saturday. And then West Canada is up against Waterville for the next game at 1 p.m. for the Class C title. Jumping over to the boys' basketball, we have West Canada beating T- uh, Waterville 71-66. to Dodgeville beat Tully 66-56. to Utica Academy of Science beat Lowville 67-49. to and Chittenango beat CBA 40, uh, 76 to 69. Um, and then locally, as Chris kind of talked about in a big game, this is the third time that we will see uh, Dodgeville face off against uh, West Canada for the Class C section title at one o'clock. Um, that's going to be that's going to be high energy. Yeah, I remember. Oh God, five six years ago now, we went over to there. Um, it was Jeff Maliner and me. We went over there to the game. It was standing room only, and that place was packed. And West Canada Gym is by no means huge, but yeah. it's not small. It holds a decent yeah. amount. They were crazy. Yeah. So I can only imagine having the SRC Arena at their disposal. Those they both fan bases are going to travel yeah. well. Um, so good for them. Yeah. It, you know, obviously not not fun that one of the teams is going to lose, but that's the name of the game, and it's good to see two local teams in the championship. So. And then, again, as Chris and I talked about, UAS will face off against Chittenango for the Class B section championship, and that's going to be at 7 p.m. I believe both of those games are on Sunday. I think Saturdays are girls and Sundays are the boys. So good for them. Awesome. I wish everybody the you know best of luck, good games. Hopefully uh, nothing, nothing crazy happens. I was watching on, I forgot what Facebook thing. Somebody posted a video of a, of a fight that happened at, had, had to have happened a couple weeks ago because there was like, a thousand comments on it at this point, but Proctor versus somebody. And there was a fight in the stand in the bottom end of the game and they called the game. And oh, so, yeah, I remember seeing that. I, I don't know how I totally, maybe I'm still living under I a rock. Really, I didn't follow the thread, but it was kind of like chastising the parents again for. Yeah. the And, and yeah. nothing to do with the players, players yeah. are on the court and you see some kind of commotion below the camera yeah. and a bunch of people jump. And so we don't need any of that. You know, no. if you're, if you're, if you're going to try to do that, you're going to be loaded before a game, just stay in your frigging car. Yeah. Cause you know, the kids deserve a full game and there's the championships are on the line. Don't, don't, yeah. if you're a parent, don't be stupid. Anyway, that's my soapbox. That's one of them for the day. How many do I get? Uh, oh, <laughs> oh God, you and your soundboard. Jeez. I don't know. All right. I'm in that mood. That's all right. It's funny. It adds, it adds content. <laughs> what are you going to do? Uh, Herkimer ba- men's basketball hosted MVCC, the the Hawks, last Tuesday while we were rec- uh, recording. 
and they knock the Hawks out of the playoff with a final score of 61 to 37. So good old fashioned ass kicking. Love <laughs> watching Herkimer take down MVCC. It goes back to my days at the college. It's place looked rocking. So good, good. Nothing wrong with that. Everything is right in the world in that aspect. And then um, Chris Vole recorded another double double on the season. Herkimer improved to 21 and three um, at that point. Sadly, the magic for the generals ended there. Their next game, uh, which happened to be this past Saturday, they faced off against Onondaga and OCC won uh, a nail biter, 61 to 59. So heartbreaker of a game, but great season, guys. Uh, over on the girls' side, the Herkimer General, uh, the Lady Generals, if I think that's what they're called, are uh, in postseason action as well. Uh, and that game was also last Tuesday. They hosted the Genesee Cougars in the Region Three quarterfinals. The Generals won that game, 70 to 56. Um, Matt Hazard said after the game, quote, we came out quicker than we have all year, and that proved to be what we needed to get to that point. Genesee never stopped fighting, and I am proud that we kept, that we kept never folded. (laughs) That's what the quote. That we never folded. Yeah, that's not what it says. That's all right. Well, that's all right. We had the X factor for us tonight, and she really stepped up her game. We are excited about uh, Onondaga Community College, but tonight's effort, we feel really good about our chances. Sadly, the team met stiff resistance when they went to their next game in Onondaga, same as the boys, and uh, the final score there was 69-61 to 61 in favor of the Lasers. So both Herkimer teams go to uh, Onondaga over the weekend, and it didn't work out for them, but I'm still happy that the boys were able to make MVCC season end because that always helps. So <laughs> makes me feel better about so something. So narrow, narrow-minded. Well, I've been called worse, so. Uh, <laughs> That's just before we went on the air. <laughs> And probably will be after. Yeah. Syracuse men's basketball still sucks. I don't know any other way to say it. Yeah, here we are. Uh, The the Duke game was a colossal dumpster fire of a game. There's no other way to describe it. It was over the first 10 minutes. Syracuse looked like trash. Uh, Stop just chucking pointless threes. I I don't get why everybody wants to be Steph Curry. Drive to the lane, get two points. Jesus. Take what you get. Yeah. Uh, last night's game against North Carolina was no better. Trash, le- uh, Cuse led at part of the game and then blew the lead. Uh, UNC forced overtime and then we lost. So, NIT, here we come, baby. Yeah, because we, I, I don't know what he's doing. They <laughs> they started out okay. They, they, I just, they have no flow. They're not consistent. I know Duke is a, is a powerhouse of a team this year, um, but it, they look like crap. <laughs> I, I mean, it, don't sugarcoat it. No, no, not at all. But at one point, I think it was close to a 40 point differential yeah. uh, Duke over Syracuse during the game. And I mean, they closed it in at the end, but second string was in. Yeah. Awful. And they didn't have anything to lose. So they played harder. Right. Trying to make an impression. Yeah. Cause I mean, at yeah. this point, I think I'd leave the second string in and see what you can do. <laughs> see, it, 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 see what happens. It's not going to be any worse than no, no. And for some reason, somebody still on, I was watching, uh, it was either Fox Sports or ESPN. They were talking about how Syracuse still might be a bubble team. I don't know what that person's drinking or smoking, but we all need a little bit more of it. So, Well, you know how those bubbles form on the, the edge of a, a glass <laughs> yeah. of beer? Yeah. Okay, that's the bubble they'll be in. <laughs> <laughs> you're, not, you're not wrong. Um, the NCAA is, is continuing to take it on the chin for their uh, not expanding college playoffs, and, and that was all over. Um a lot of people calling it the Paul Feinbaum show, which I try to listen to at least once a week just to keep up on some college football semblance. And, you know, a lot of people just want that eight games. And and I get it. You know, you get the power five, the power five conferences, you get whoever wins that championship in, you get three at-large bids for, you know, the teams that 
did the Cinderella thing or rose up or whatever. Um, Notre Dame and BYU still apparently aren't going to be joining a conference. BYU would probably join one first, I would think. But, you know, it's all over. But the NCAA said until 2025, they're not going to do anything. So do you miss the days where things in sports kind of stayed the same? Like the players stayed on the team for years and there weren't playoff changes. There weren't rule changes every year. There weren't league changes. There weren't college teams bouncing from one conference to another. You cannot keep up. Unless you're a sports guy. If I you're mean, a regular fan, you just can't keep up with this crap anymore. No, and I mean, I understand, you know, and even with the going to the, the NFL, if, if, you, if you feel that you're ready to go in the NFL, fine. But like, I think in college for, uh, football, I think you have to stay two or three years to begin with. Um, but it's crazy. I agree with you. I really do. And then, and then because, what was it? The, the, I think it's the, the Big Ten or the Pac-12 or, you know, schools are leaving. I think it's the yeah. Big Ten. I can't remember at this point in time. And they're all going to the SEC because they didn't want to do this and they didn't want to do that. Yeah. And then Oklahoma's leaving and they're going to the SEC. But Oklahoma and their division and their conference now is, you know, number one or number two. They're always going to do well. They're going to go in the SEC and they're going to be underwater in a year. They're going to be right down there with Texas. No no offense to Texas. But. <laughs> no, I, I don't know why. They're, that's part of what I was thinking in the back of my head when I said collegiate. It's like, come on. And, and the SEC is the powerhouse, you know, let's be real. Yeah. When it comes to football, they run the table. There's some, you know, out there, you know, Michigan had a great year this past year, um, but Cincinnati blew everybody's expectations yeah. and got there, but it, it was the SEC all the time. It's rare. You get you get a midline SEC team and you get a top tier Pac-12 team, the SEC mid-ranger is probably going to win. Mm. So, but it's sad, you know, that the almighty dollar, that's where it comes in and yeah. those, those contracts that are locked in and they don't want to override the contracts to force somebody, you know, maybe giving back some money or trying to renegotiate. So I want the days of Maris and Mantle and Yogi Bear and I just want all that back. Where did the sixties go? <laughs> I wasn't even, I, my, I my, my dad was born in 68. That that's my part of the lore. Yeah. I wasn't there. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, jumping over to our professional end, the Comets had an up and down weekend this last week. Uh, they hosted the Hershey Bears on Friday and they lost four to zero. They went to Cuse to face off against the Crunch on Saturday and they lost that game six to three. And then, however, they came back while they were away in Pennsylvania versus the Hershey Bears at their place, um, and they ended the month with a victory three to one. Comets see a short break in action until March fourth, which today is the first, so they got the week off until the weekend here. Um, where they will, again, go to Cuse to face off the crunch. They got a three-game series. I think Friday, Saturday, they're in Syracuse. They come home on Sunday to play the crunch here in Utica. So Yeah, there's something about a chocolate bear on your, your jersey, though, that just bothers me. Anyway, that's just a, an aside. <laughs> I'll take the chocolate. Um, they continue to hold first place in the North Division, So division though, so that's good. And we had Chris on earlier. He is a Crunch fan, so I am happy to report that the Syracuse Crunch lost a spot this week, and they now sit sixth in the uh, division. So brings me some some happiness. Leave the boy alone. It's not his fault. He's a Crunch fan. He yeah. was born in Syracuse. It's natural. It's nothing natural in Syracuse. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to argue with yeah. you. Well, I mean, they've got Tully's yeah. and, and, you know, Dinosaur barbecue. Dinosaur barbecue. So <laughs> right up there at the top. Not, n- yeah, yeah, not, yeah. Nothing wrong with either yeah. of those. Yeah. So uh, over to football news. Not much going on in terms of the, the league because NFL is currently on a break, but the USFL is uh, suing Fox Sports as they try to halt the launch of the new spring um, league. Uh, so it's the old coaches and some players, I think, is how it read. 
They're alleging that they are wrongfully using old branding from the last time the USFL was around, and that is 1983 to 1985. So they allege that they didn't properly obtain a proper trademark. Move on. Let the league come back. You're Good go- Lord. I wasn't even born yet. It's like 40 years ago. Move the hell on. Hey, now. What? <laughs> I, I said what I said. <laughs> no, I, you're okay. But hey. like, I, I, I get that, the, you know, the trademark and everything like that, but like they, they, the new people, I believe, bought the league. So with the league comes the trademark. What are you suing? I mean, they're probably uh, just suing to sue because that's the name yeah, of the game now. Unless the individual teams had trademarked something and so those right. were separate corporate entities and things like that. So I don't know. And, and It's all. And you would think if, if that was the case, you say, okay, we'll let you use it. You're going to get the royalty from it or something and make some money because everybody's itching for, with baseball being out right now, it's prime for this to come back. I know. And, and who wins in all this? Damn lawyers. Oh yeah. Just don't even get me started. Okay. Well, okay, we'll find out that all later. You know where I'd go. Yeah, I know exactly where you'd go. Uh, the NFL, though, is uh, the combine is this week. So it's it's all speed ahead to that. March 3rd at 7 o'clock. Um, and then we'll see everything in the mock draft world. Uh, the boards are going to shift all over the place based on who has a good combine and who doesn't and all that jazz. So little uh, little news draft is coming up here in, I think it's April is the draft. So, you know, get the combine ahead, move those draft uh, boards around and Everybody's going to start their, you know, where everybody's going and take bets on who's going to draft and I'll watch the first round and then not care. And then when is preseason? So <laughs> I may not even watch that. Yeah. Well, Listen, we doing a commercial for V8 Energy here? No. no. I need some sponsorship money from these guys if we are. Uh, who, Campbell's? I think we should yeah. call it Campbell's. It's a Campbell's? Yeah. Who owns that now? I think so. No. Oh, all right. Anyway. Just checking. Okay. We got I mean, if they want to sponsor me, that's great because I drink enough of them to stay awake, so. Over to Major League Baseball, again, we kind of touched on it uh, when we were talking with Chris there, is they have extended their self-imposed deadline to reach a labor deal today with the Major uh, League Players Association, uh, which is to avoid any game cancellations. Um, They extended that like to 5 p.m. today. However, talking with Chris on my way up, players said they're not accepting the contract. So Mm. the deadline has since passed because it's currently 530. Oh, Um, Oh, yeah, there we are. So... It is likely if the article that was yesterday, the league said that they were pushing it back to today to say that there's no cancellation or anything like that because they have to have so much preseason and all that. Opening day was supposed to be March 31st. So with that, everything's going to get pushed and games will likely be getting uh, scratched. So or all about money or up into double headers or something like that. So, yeah, I don't I don't know how they do that. So, yeah, be a mess. Yep. Uh, NASCAR was in Fontana over the weekend for the Auto Club 400. Kyle Larson found his form, again, finishing in first. Uh, he, I believe, you know, great season last season, so picking up on that in the number five Chevy. Austin Dillon in the number three Chevy finished second, and Eric Jones in the number 43 Chevy finished third. So Chevy's taken one, two, three, and you know what I like about the season is a, a bunch of people are talking all over the place about, you know, this rule and that rule, kind of like what you hinted at yeah. earlier, but it's nice to see that there's a lot of young blood in there this year, and I'm going to try to have the guys on here in a couple weeks. A lot of young blood, and rookies are really, really hitting that hard. Yeah. And I don't know if they're going to continue on with that, but it's nice to see the first two races of the season. The rookies are definitely making a making a statement, yeah, so that's good. cool. Like I said, what changed this year in NASCAR? I mean, all new cars and... <laughs> Get off my lawn. Back to the beach. Get off my lawn. <laughs> I have that rock on your... And your lawn. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's yeah. true. Yeah. 
the Plymouth Rock. Um, a lot of young guys, like I said, so it's going to be... Uh, I was there. <laughs> there we go. You picked up on it. Um, so it, it, it's just nice to see that the, the rookies are doing a, a, doing a big thing. Um, this coming weekend, the NASCAR will be in Las Vegas for the Pennzoil 400 at the Las Vegas Motor Speedway. So I'm sure nobody's going to get in trouble there, you know, Las Vegas, nothing to do. Formula One drivers and teams have taken the track for some test drives and getting some details all hammered out with the <laughs> new cars. So uh, they've got, you know, love seeing that social media post. Everybody's looks like they're having a great time. The guys are just joking around. It's, it's like comedy hour. And, you know, the guys will sit there, they'll walk up and down just having fun and I think it's hilarious. So uh, coming up here, end of the month, I think it's the first race. It's nice. Things are, you know, coming back. Yeah. Um, and then we, the last uh, sports news is the USA women's soccer players have won their case for equal pay. Uh, the suit that they had filed alleged that the women's World Cup team uh, raked in $20 million in revenue, but they were paid four times less than the men te- men's team. Uh, the governing body in soccer agreed to pay $24 million, including back pay and they made the commitment to compensate the men and the women equally in competitions and world cup play. So that case is over and uh, I'm sure the men won't make the world cup and the women will because the stars that are on the flag in us soccer aren't because of the men's team. So yeah. Yeah. Speaking of flags. Yeah. We've gone this far and we've never talked about the Ukraine. That's the last I've, I've got. Two you got things. that on there. I do see right I there. I need a teleprompter so I can see what you're going to do. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, before we talk about, we're going to end with uh, talking about just, you know, world events, you know, as, as Dave pointed out, you, you, we really can't go unnoticed with the actions that we've seen in Europe. But uh, actually it was during the taping of our last show that I got the message during our commercial break that one of the people that is in our uh, fantasy football league with Scott from Marty's Illegal Stick and myself, his name is, we call him the Pope. His name is John. He uh, suddenly passed away. So no idea really what happened. And, uh, but big condolences to him, the family. I know one of Scott and my mutual friend who's also in our fantasy football league, uh, he went up to Star Lake today, yesterday and today for calling hours and memorial service. Young kid, no idea what happened, but mm. he had been in the league longer than I had been there and with the guys and great guy. The, the Pope was a great guy. Always always good for a joke. Always gave it back to you. Good nickname, Pope yeah. John. Yeah, there you, there <laughs> I like you go. That. Yeah, big Bills fan, real big Bills fan, definitely. I mean, Bills Mafia fan, uh, bled Bills in Western New York. So, uh, gonna miss the Pope there. It sucks. Life not fair all the time, and I don't know what more to say on that. No, so that's enough. And ending with ending with Ukraine. You know, last week um, Russia decided to just invade. There's no real way Putin can say whatever the hell he wants, but they invade and. Uh, just some of the stories that are going out. Major props to the Ukrainian president and all the people over there for absolutely defending the hell out of their country. It's 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 amazing. Just shows you that somebody with a comedic background mm-hmm. can be a good leader. You gonna run for something? <laughs> uh, I'm no, just saying. No, I mean I, to to come from you know where people thought he was a joke. Yeah, a comedian. I saw, turned out to be. A star. I, I saw something the other day that said that one of the big movies in, in the kids' world over here was Paddington the Bear, and apparently he was the voice of Paddington the Bear for Ukraine. Oh, so really? They, they have the, the the meme was is the Paddington Bear, uh, Ukrainian Paddy and Bear is beating the Russian Bear, oh. and I had a picture of both of them. But you know, some of the we're seeing the worst of the humanity, man versus man, going on over there. I, I it's just it's awful. 
I hope they can find a peaceful solution. I wish nothing but the best for the people of Ukraine as they stand the defense of their country and hold. Um, I guess good news is, is just before here, there was my phone lit up saying that that 40 mile and uh, uh, convoy, convoy has yeah. slowed down. They were meeting stiff resistance. So I just hope they can hold. Yeah, some javelins and cluster bombs will yeah. slow you down just and, a little bit. But I will say, you know, Putin has done more to unite Europe since post-World War II in a single week than I, I don't think anybody likely could have. Nobody predicted the steps they're now taking. First three days looked rough. Now the steps that they're taking in unity and, and countries like Finland wanting into NATO. and Swiss. The I, Swiss weighed I, in. I know. that Which stayed neutral during World War II and now have frozen assets, yep. Russian assets. I love it. Yeah. It's like an Apple today yep. announced they will not sell any products in Russia. Big, uh, uh, saw Elon Musk as somebody posted, uh, one of the foreign ministers in Ukraine said, you know, we need internet. Yeah. So he said, Ukraine, uh, will help you out. And, and Starlink is on and they yeah. delivered the receivers over there yesterday and today. Yeah. Yeah. So, so the world is helping and, and hopefully they can, you know, they can, they can find a peaceful solution and or Ukraine can can hold their ground and continue to hold their ground because well they're they're outmatched. There's not a peaceful solution. No. There's there's regime change. That's the only solution. Yeah. In in Russia. And that's gonna come from inside. Mm -hmm. Uh so I mean the 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 Russian kids that are fighting don't know why they're there. They don't have enough fuel. They don't have enough food. They were when they did ask, they were lied to. Uh, you listen to all those stories and then the Ukrainian people that are fighting back. I mean they're sitting there going, and it's not just like citizens from Ukraine. People that were like, yeah. the, you saw the guy who was the uh, the mayor of Kiev used to be a a, a boxer, a fighter, or something uh, like that. Uh, uh, he yeah. had world world uh, heavyweight champion. Yeah, he was a world heavyweight champion. So he's yeah. he's yeah. over there. Uh, one of the Miss Ukraine, she checked in. Yeah. Um, one of the one of the kids I met over the summer when I went to one of my political things in Cincinnati. He is on Iflery, which is a like a democratic social club in Europe, and he was in Turkey this past weekend with uh, members of their team and everything. And there's a couple of the Ukrainian people that were there, and they went back to their country to help. Yeah, it's so, amazing. Yeah, I I love it. I love the people that are even Americans that are now headed there former special forces and uh, military members, not just from a humanitarian standpoint, but from a, we're going to bear arms against these guys standpoint. Yeah. Well, and I mean, Ukrainians kind of go in full V for vendetta. They're, they're defending an idea yeah, and ideas are bulletproof, but the idea that they're defending is native to every, pretty much everybody else in the world is democracy. Yeah. So if I, ever you want to see democracy being defended, yeah. turn on your news. I do like the one kind of graphic that's floating around Facebook. Which one's that? The one that says, every day on TV, you're seeing a reason why you need an AR-15 and a 30-round oh mag. <laughs> you knew I was going to do it, I right? I you did. <laughs> the, the, one, the one thing that I guess pissed me off the most is that with Putin, and, and again, he's going to do his spin cycle with his people and his his cronies, is they were talking about the Nazis that are in <sighs> Ukraine. And there was a, a there was a, a, one of the governmental elements that was involved at some point that had some neo-Nazi connection that was there. Um but to say that now is, and I, I read you the graphic before, is, you know, there were there were four brothers, three that whom were killed in the Holocaust, one survived, and he is the great grandfather of the current president of Ukraine, and so to say that there's Nazis when the leader of Ukraine is is Jewish yeah, is just, just misses the mark. Insane. And, well, insane. He, he is insane at this point. Well, yeah, he's acting that way. 
And I mean, I think even even if he is able to capture Ukraine, they're going to be a guerrilla warfare all over the place. And yeah. he's already lost. Yeah. Another reason we don't need old white men running countries. Well, <laughs> stay away. Stay away from the petition, Dave. Oh, God. You had to. Hey, you know what? It's it's your show, man, too. Yeah. You're here. No, I, you know, I'm just the I, producer. I, you do more than that and you know it. So, but again, you know, with Lent, you know, as a Christian with Lent coming up, hopefully instead of, instead of giving stuff up this year, hopefully the world collectively can take something on and that's peace because yeah. we desperately need it. The last thing we need to do is, you know, have a nuclear war of any kind because the atrocity that happens there and the atrocities that currently happen in Ukraine is just unfortunate and i i, I don't know a, a stronger word needs to be said there but it's, yeah. it's just not well it's war crimes it's their atrocities yeah you don't just indiscriminately bomb civilians like that which is now what he's doing yeah terror so. tactics is how they were <clears throat> describing it earlier yeah. today so yeah. but wish all the people there definitely holding them in prayer and uh hope for the the best outcome so Coaches and staff uh, and players, please include us in your sports reporting at sportsbeat and mylittlefalls.com. For updates and highlights throughout the week, find us on our Facebook at Sportsbeat with Rob Drum. For all your local sports news and our podcast home, find us at mylittlefalls.com. I'd like to thank Chris Ezel for joining us this week. For Rob Drum here with Dave Warner, we'll talk to you next week.